On this week's episode of Cheesesteak Sports, we are not celebrating a victory Monday, a tough loss, but Paul gives us some hope and sheds some light into the future for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome to Cheesesteak Sports. I'm Paul. And I'm Dan here on a, not a victory Monday. No, it's sad, not. Dan's actually, Dan's got a Wawa coffee instead of Dunkin'. You hate to see it, yeah. like, especially after a day. I was, I didn't want to say it to him before air because I wanted that live reaction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I wanted, before we got into the, the breakdown of the game, I wanted to share a story. I, I guess it probably set up for the Sunday night game. So, Dan and I didn't watch the 1 o'clock together. I ended up watching it at our friend's house. I think you just watched it at your house with, like, Jared yeah. or something? I don't know. Okay, because yeah. your, your dad texted me saying Doc and Jay was saying stuff. So Jared I, was there, too. Okay. Later. <laughs> well, um, so, I I told Johnny, our friend Johnny, that I'd pick him up for the, for the game tonight because yeah. Dan had the thing at school and at church, actually, yeah. for, like, prayer. But I... Um, so I'm like, yeah, sure, like I'll pick you up. I'll probably leave seven thirty or like whenever the last game's over. Okay. And so I'm watching I pulled a little maneuver. I told Meg, I was like, Hey, like we can watch whatever you want up there, but I'm gonna have red zone on down here. So I was watching the games like on, on my laptop uh, and then on the T V we were watching gotcha. a a comedy show. It's a pretty good show. But um so Righteous Gemstones, it's yeah. pretty wild. But um basically Johnny texts me. Oh, so I thought it was on a delay because I'm watching off Reddit streams. So I get a text from Johnny and he said, I just lost. Because the for people that don't know, Johnny was doubling up. He he put 60 on the Bears. All of his points. All of his points in the thing. 60's on the Bears. And the Bears-Broncos. Broncos had a chance. They were going for two. Ended up getting a delay of game. So then they kicked the PAT. But on the PAT, they missed it. But there was an offsides on the Bears. So then the Broncos got the ball, scored for two. So there's still like 25 seconds left. What was the score at this point? 14-13 Broncos. Johnny texts me, I lost. And so I'm like, shoot, like, all right, like, uh, I guess I'm on a delay. I didn't see the game end. And he's like, yeah, I lost. And he said basically what just happened. And I'm like, okay, like, I saw that. But I guess Mitchell Trubisky doesn't have a great arm. You know, he's not going to get all the way down there. And then I'm going, I'm like, okay, like, see you, Meg. Like, I got to go pick up Johnny. Like, th- two minutes in my way to pick up Johnny. He's like, oh, I won. Bears won. I'm like, I was literally so mad. As soon as he got in the car, I told him, I'm never picking you up again. You lost all privileges. Everyone should know. Anyone that watches football knows that the game's not over until it hits double zeros or it's a two-possession game, especially after the Monday so night game. only 25 seconds left Trubisky took When I left. Field. Yeah, they, there was actually was. a bogus um, roughing the passer call that got them a little bit further, and their kicker hit, I think, like a 53-yarder because yeah. of the altitude and everything. Wow. But Case, I, I was just, I, I was really, really ticked off at that. And then he made me buy him a Sunkist, still haven't gotten the money for the Sunquist. That's what he's saying, Sunquist. But I mean, it is what it is. But that, that was, was uh, kind of a precursor to the, the like just being, you know, that Falcons game. So well, that was actually Denver's first loss at home in September since 2012. Because Feely had that game as well, and he was like, "Oh, why do you, why do I have all the hard ones?" So he only put five on the the Bears. Oh, uh, um, yeah. I mean, that definitely was. I didn't realize it was 2012. I knew that it's been a like they yeah. do pretty well in September. 
at home yeah. specifically. Because the altitude and everything. Yeah. Uh, getting into the birds, I mean, I I don't, I didn't even write any notes down. I didn't even look at any stats. I haven't listened to any sports radio today. I haven't even really talked about it that much. Uh, I know it's only week two. Uh, I will say I woke up to a good, a nice text from Paul. Woke up early, like I couldn't even sleep. And it wasn't the good, like you can't sleep, it was the bad, you can't sleep. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, but Paul texted me, a couple texts, I had like five messages from Paul. Three of, three of the texts were just like emoji texts. But <laughs> he said, tough road loss, week two in 2017, dot, dot, dot. Three eye emojis, three bird emojis, three heart emojis, green heart. And then resilient effort, keep the head up, we got this. <laughs> so that definitely got my Monday off to a good start. Well, uh, I texted you that, and then I was like, dude, Dane's not giving me any feedback right so now. Yeah, and then I just sleep. tweeted it uh, out because I needed some positive affirmation yeah. on that one. Uh, yeah, I was asleep by then, um, or at least yeah, dude, I was, on my phone. I was firing them off because that's, like that's how I cope with losses, especially like a loss like that. I'm like, there's yeah. some good that I can take out of this. Let me get it out in the world. Yeah. And have people be like, yeah, like, you know, it is right. Yeah. Well, you know, we didn't have our top two receivers. Even, even, you could even say top, well, we didn't have one, two, and four. I'd say God, I'd say Ertz is really like the third. Ah, Ertz is the top three option. No doubt. And then Goddard's, I'd say like the fourth option yeah. over Aguilar normally. Well, so I think, let me just say some of the things that stick out to me. Again, I usually I will prepare much more than this and kind of, just talking about the game and my feelings and all that good stuff. But the things that, looking back, and that bothered me the most, um, never want to put a game like this in the ref's hands, but the Carson, the rule change with the whole head diving first, um, yeah, giving up. Looking back, that's a game changer, obviously. You get the two points. We can kick a field goal at the end of the game there. Completely different scenario, possibly. That really bothered me. Um, yeah, that was the, that was that was really bad. The killer to think about the Eagles as bad as the first half. Yeah. They're only down ten six. They're getting the ball, and to fumble on the kickoff. Literally, our defense was amazing in the second half. I mean, you gave the Falcons that field position to start yeah. the second half. They scored like whatever. They scored in like a play or two. Um, yeah, I think it was like four plays. But other than that, they were they were rock solid. Besides a fourth and three, all I mean a blitz on the game winning touchdown to Julio. Um, but that that was a momentum killer, and still the Eagles still fall back from an ugly ugly first half to start the second half like that. Now you're down 17-6, and it was like I just felt I just wanted that game for Wentz so bad because like we've been we've been saying this since we've been doing the podcast like we want to see Wentz win a game first, and he did what he had to do to win the game um, on the drive where we did score the touchdown, and on the drive where we're driving. And then I'll get to my third thing, which is the Aguilar drop as much as we've. We've, I think, I'm a pro I know Paul's a big pro Aguilar guy. He made some huge plays and even recovered later that drive and made that crazy fourth and 14 mm-hmm. play, um, which really felt like it was going to give us momentum to win the game after that. But those three things are the ones that I keep looking back like, dang, if just one of those things go yeah. our way. Dude, it's really that fumble. That fumble really. like, and But the thing is, to come back from that fumble and to get the lead after being down 17-6 when you should have, we should have been. We, we probably would have been up thirteen to ten at yeah. that point. When Carson so. played as bad as he did, when Alshon's out, when Deshaun's out, when Goddard's out, when Clement's out, when Jernigan's out, like and the list goes on and on. It was it was getting out of hand, and I really thought early Wentz broke his ribs. Like I was I was nervous. Um, but McCown, I mean credit McCown to come in the game, ice cold and move the ball down the field too. That was good to see. But obviously, 
we don't want to see Macau. Yeah, and that means Carson's out. And the one thing that uh, I was talking to Feely today, our, our boy Feely, um, he was telling me because he's big into the sports radio, Philly sports radio. That's all he listens to at work. I listen to podcasts, all different kind of podcasts, sports, informational stuff like that. And uh, he said that Carson was getting ripped on the radio by some numbskulls because he went back in the game. Basically, what happened was for you guys that don't know, Carson Wentz was put into the blue tent to get checked for a concussion, but it was f- five plays into the Falcons' drive. So it was like a late call to get him in there, and then it, they held him in there too long to get him back out there. So that's why McCown was out there. And Carson was actually pissed about it after the game because, it, I mean, I'm pretty sure that all the neurological, um, the neuro doctors at the games are like, for that team, like for the team, like it's not the Eagles doctor, it's the. You're talking about the concussion. Yeah. Did you see Kelsey's Instagram post? Uh, I didn't, I didn't see it. it. What did it say? Because I heard, he I out. heard him describe that he, like the field position switched, so he was thinking about a play and then ended up on the wrong side. That's what yeah, I heard so him he say. So he put out a five like picture. Maybe Do you want to read that. it? His caption. I'll just read this caption because it's really bad. But his caption was, "I don't agree with everything the NFL does. They've gotten a lot of things wrong in the past." And I'm sure they will continue to get things wrong in the future, but I believe the concussion protocol is something that they're getting right. P.S. I'm a dumb A for going to the wrong sideline. Um, and then he put a pretty he pretty much wrote like a, in his notes in his iPhone um, a bunch of stuff that I would just look encourage you guys to look at. But essentially saying um, talking about how he went to the wrong sideline mm-hmm. and just the the protocol. I guess that it's it's good for the league. But yeah, look at that one. Well, Carson was mad because he felt like it was initiated a little bit too late because he, he was already off the field for five plays. Yeah. Actually, six at that time, including the punt. So he felt like kind of wrong, dude. Like, Because that, that kind of is a little bit sketchy that it came late and then was told not to come back until the, the beginning of the second half. But he put himself in the game, which I personally like, but a lot of people of – you know the Philadelphia sports talk. You guys all know how that goes, uh, the Foles crowd type deal stuff. Um, so he he was a little bit upset about that. But honestly, like to fight back, I feel like we we are saying this a lo- like last year. That's all it was was we were fighting back and we were losing these games just like this. Yeah. Well, the thing that was different about this was like we're like we missing said, people. We're missing people, and Wentz was awful in the first. Terrible. Game. Like, as bad, as bad as you can imagine, missing throws um, and just looked, looked ugly. And for him to bounce back in the second half, and he was showing showing some emotion, making some great plays. I mean, that throw he made when he's falling down was, I mean, that's one of those. It was reminding me of the, obviously completely different, but the Sunday night one against Seahawks, Seattle yeah. or Collinsworth's Raven. Like, it, it got me going. But even, like, he scored on, I think it was the sneak, like the QB spike. The Earth said he never seen yeah. Carson ever do that before. I was like, feeling it though. It. I was feeling no, that I spike. Lo- I loved it. Yeah, no, I know, but I knew he was gonna spike it. Yeah, like he no, didn't I feel know. out of ordinary to me because in that moment it was just like a dumb yeah. hype moment. Yeah. Like fighting back, resilient, coming back. They take the two points away from us. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like here I am. Like I'm right here. Which yeah. is okay. Like like you said, the rule is annoying. So theoretically, if a quarterback's diving to give himself up and he gets hit after. It's a penalty. So that's what I don't understand about the rules. I mean, I am a big rule book reader whenever I do get the chance, but it correct me if I'm wrong, if you're giving yourself up, you're not allowed to get hit after. So yeah, that, rule that doesn't make any sense 
like just in that sense right there. Obviously, I think it's stupid that if you're diving forward as a quarterback that you're giving yourself up because you're not giving yourself up. You're trying to extend the play. The feet slide makes sense. That makes perfect sense to yeah. me. But to dive, whether it's diving for an extra yard, which is a first down, diving for the end zone, diving for whatever reason, even yeah. if it's second and 14 and you're diving to make it third and six instead, yeah. you shouldn't be able to say you're giving yourself up. I, I know back in 2000, what was it, 14, when Nick Foles couldn't slide and he was di- we went to the Rams game. He tried to dive and he fumbled the ball. Like That's what happens. That's the risk you take. You shouldn't get bailed out of fumbling the ball if you're diving for the extra yeah. yard. So I, I, that is a really bad rule, and I'm pretty sure they said they instituted it last year, but I don't, I, I wasn't watching all 256 last year, so I can't tell you an instance. Yeah. So I, I mean that's just a, that's just a bad rule, because it doesn't, it doesn't apply all throughout the field. No, like, I, I completely agree, and it's, it's, I know they're all about quarterback safety, but even like. The one time they blew the whistle dead early. When uh, don't get me started. I didn't want to bring that up. I, was, I wasn't bringing that one up. That, that was ridiculous. Yeah. For you guys that don't remember, Carson Wentz, it was the drive before he had the one where he's thrown right when he gets tackled. Yeah. It was the drive before they blew it dead. Wasn't it third down too? Yeah. I believe it was like third and like manageable. Yeah, Anything's sense, manageable yeah. with Wentz, but it was like right in that range. It wasn't like anything crazy. And Wentz is evading them all day. Like he was evading them every single time he had a chance to. And then they're going to blow it dead when he's not even being held. Like, it, it was just – it was a lot of bad calls. But, you know, I never like to blame it on the refs because at the same yeah. time, we were we still in the game. So we still got the lead. But then again, they did take two points from us, yeah. which does change the game because it we would have went for one instead of right. two then, and it would have been a three-point game. And then we're easily in Jake Elliott's field goal range. So we wouldn't have been in that whole entire situation. Um, but – I mean, it is just week two. Don't want to get crazy about anything. And also the Alshon and Deshaun, they're saying that those are both cautionary. Like, hey, like we got lines, and then we have a short week in Green Bay. We're not going to kill you guys because we need to get those two. Two's greater than up. one. Yeah, it's, it's a mean, shame we don't have that Cowboys early schedule. Yeah. Seriously. like how? how like, I mean, it's, it's just because Saints lost Drew Brees, or else it would be somewhat, you know. Yeah. That would be a little bit tougher, but you know you gotta play the Dolphins and then the Breezel the After losing a game like this, that's why I mean that's why this one hurts because this is a game we'll look back on when we're looking to get hopefully a bye. Maybe even I mean Dallas is gonna be good, especially with the way their schedule is. Maybe even trying to fight for the division compared to the wild card. Like this is a game you look back on like yeah, it's gonna be a December, fight for that. Like frick, like we could have had that one. Um, and I mean not, not to like get too far ahead but there's a real chance we could be two and two after four games like yeah. going into green bay on thursday night it's going to not going to be and especially it's going to be green Detroit. bay's third straight home game so th- yeah. they're going to be there they're going to be there again this week they're just there for the vikings detroit's game. not going to be a, a walk in the park either they've 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 been playing solid like they, they just beat the chargers didn't they yesterday they didn't look good dude the chargers gave them the game beat the and it was, a, it was a team going west it was a team going east um, it was just, it was just really bad stuff. Oh. Yeah. So, um, the other thing I wanted to ask you was the, uh, the last play of the game to Ertz. Mm-hmm. What about Are it? Are you upset with Ertz on that? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone has a right to be upset with a vet like that. Um, but I mean, like I said, I don't want to get too crazy after just two weeks of football. I love Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz was clearly emotional after it. There's videos yeah, of him I lo- crying. I love that. He answered the questions. He yeah. wants to win just like yeah. we want to win. That's so real. It, it's a lot better than him like 
laughing about it or like a McNabb smile after it. You know, it, it's kind of like, obviously I want him to run 10. He knows he's got to run 10, but us beating him up about it isn't going to get it anywhere. Yeah. And same with the Aguilar drop. It's not going to get us anywhere. He knows oh, he messed up. It hurts. And, oh, it definitely hurts. And, you know, I just, I mean, I saw it like 20 times this yeah, morning. Well, they have that gif on Twitter that just keeps running yeah. and running. Yeah, so, and everyone's like tweeting it out. Because yeah. he did drop it, and for all we know, it would be a touchdown. Yeah, he hit him in stride. He was, yeah. he was ahead of it. It really does look like he did lose in the lights, though. Uh, I, believe, I know I he said. He would, I don't think he would lie about well, that. Well, I mean, it's that. Philadelphia. Like, I, I could see, understand people lying out to get it. Because you look at his arms, and he doesn't extend it at all. Mm-hmm. It's like right yeah, there. It's weird. Because, obviously, if he saw the ball, he would have been out a little bit more. Um, I mean, like, it, it does hurt that we did lose uh, my boy Timmy J. Yeah. Well, done for the season, broken foot. He's done for the season? Most likely done for the season with a broken foot, yeah. I didn't see that. I saw he was, um, I saw like a month or something. Was I heard it was a broken foot, and then someone said most likely the season. So, Jeez. unless that changed, I don't, I don't know. I'm just assuming Dude, stuff for the season. It feels like the last, like, Really, since the Super Bowl year, every year we just have key players. Even the Super down. Bowl year, we had people. That's what I mean. Oh. Like that year, yeah. and ever since then, it's like we can't can't catch a break. Yeah, it's it's definitely For rough. Injuries. Um, I mean. Yeah, for this, this was someone said it out for four weeks. Hell, it's not a it's not a reliable yeah, source, but a bunch of people have said that. Because putting a three hundred pounder on a broke like if you broke your foot and then you're gonna expect them to play meaning, meaningful snaps after that at 300 pounds i i just don't see that right maybe he's not done for a year yeah but i think he'd definitely at least be put on ir just because there's no you know he had a bad back last year already messed up his foot right now so i mean it that defensive line isn't getting any pressure uh mm-hmm. you know in the in the you know um preview for the season we were talking about how great the defensive line was going to be we're already down two defensive tackles yeah. cox doesn't look the same at all um obviously like he's still reaping some mayhem and drawing the double team but he's not beating those like he normally does so you gotta think since he didn't show up at all like well he didn't play any preseason didn't really practice in preseason mm. something's kind of got to be up there um i just don't know yeah i wish chris long was back honestly yeah, I do. I do enjoy his tweets of uh, the game, though. Yeah, no, it's nice. Him and Tory Smith were both, you know, connecting on Twitter with yeah. their with their possibilities. He actually he tweeted last night. He replied to someone like, "Mentally tough team. Carson had them in a position to win it with two elite wide receivers out, forced turnovers on D. Mm-hmm. Really need Timmy to be okay." Um, that was that's what he tweeted last yeah. night. Uh, so he obviously knows how important Journeyman is to yeah. that defensive line. Um, so hopefully he can come back um, at some point this year. Yeah. Hopefully for our I mean, we don't have the full – like, we'll get that tomorrow. Uh, actually, it's only Monday. So I think on Wednesday normally we get the full injury uh, list. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just – I am i wasn't that upset today. Obviously, it sucks. Um, I'm just always more of an optimistic fan anyway. I lean that way. Yeah. And especially after the Super Bowl, too. Like I think if we're chasing for our first, no doubt. Like that's we're what, like right now, I'm looking at said. I'm looking at the Philly spec. I've been looking at the Philly special Super Bowl Fifty Two commemorative whatever that is on Dan's wall this whole entire time. So I mean, just looking at that, remembering what we did, special team, and also at the same time, like I'm not I like we saw how how well they fought back to yeah, get in that that's, game. That's like what that's. I was- 
to look at that and like that's it. I mean, I kept saying last night like great teams find a way to win this game, but yeah. like they did what they needed to do to find a way. It's just they they didn't make the one big play. Like yeah, like and, Carson and, and it was Carson, there. Carson did everything he could. The game. He did everything yeah. he could. Um, you know, you just wish Ertz ran a little bit deeper or Aguilar catches that ball. And That's you, all it is. You go deeper into the year. Um, they're obviously experienced. They've been in these situations. I know a number 11 necessarily hasn't been when it comes to the postseason, but you're confident in the fact that, like, these guys, when things aren't going well, like, they're going to bounce back. And I firmly believe they'll bounce back, and I'm not, I'm not by any means worried about the season. Um, I, I think we're the better, like, we're a better team than the Falcons, like. I don't yeah. think that's a question. As, I, mean, I know they didn't help themselves a lot. Like, Matt Ryan threw some terrible balls, especially that one in the red zone. Um, but I'll take the Eagles over the Falcons ten times out of ten. Uh, so. Yeah, easily, yeah. I mean, it's just – it's that's the this is what's so great about football is that you have a t- – like, gr- like the, great ends, like, entertainment-wise. Yeah. You have a team, the Falcons, that literally got beat down last week. Yeah. And then the Eagles, who came back, won. And and then you have this game that's played and bounces go different ways. The game of inches. That one ball Carson threw, I I forget what throw it was, but it went right in between the defender's arms. I think it was a – I don't remember the throw. I I haven't rewatched – I haven't watched the full game besides the Eagles so far. Yeah. So I have a lot of work ahead of me. The way the – I know it's early, but the way the season has – been shaken out for that NFC South. That's a team we could see again in the playoffs. Is Atlanta? Yeah. With Breeze out now, um, I know you were already down on the Saints. Uh, Breeze going to be out six weeks. The Panthers have looked awful. Falcons could be could be sitting there come uh, January. So we're not done with them. They can dance in the locker room in September, but can they win the big game in January? Yeah. TBD. We'll find so, out. Um, that's about it. I have uh, definitely disappointed, um, especially the way that game. Towards the end, it was like you really felt like the Eagles were going to find find a way. I really thought they were, dude. In the fourth and fourteen, you're doubting, you're doubting, you're doubting. You're like, oh my gosh, looks like Carson's about to get sacked. Somehow Aguilar catches the ball. You're like, oh my goodness, like here it is. Like here's his first comeback game winning drive, and they just come up short, which which stinks. So still early, like Paul said, and like the Paul texted me this morning. Resilient team came back, happened in 2017. Um, that time they went on a, they ended up winning nine straight after that week two loss. So and let's, hope, let's hope for nine straight. <laughs> yeah, let's hope for nine. It would it would probably be at least ten straight because that tenth game would be Miami. So I'd hope they'd beat Miami. Yeah. When um, when's the Patriots game again? That's after the bye, November seventeenth. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's gonna be. But don't definitely don't want to project that far down, yeah. especially with everything AB's doing. You saw yeah. the second. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're an anti uh, yeah. <laughs> sexual misconduct yeah. podcast, right. but uh, just to make that clear. But uh, I, actually, I did listen. I read the whole article. Yeah. And it was wild. The the dude I tweeted out. He he fired the guy. Remember, I was saying how he he stiffed his uh, caterer out of like forty grand for the Pro Bowl. I said mm-hmm. like. I said a little bit ago saying, like, he definitely did. Like, he's a bad guy. And um, he said the reason why he didn't pay him was because he thought he was making mafia-style threats by leaving a salmon head inside of the fridge. Like, he went into the fridge and and saw a salmon head, and he was personally threatened by it. And there's, there's, in the article that came out on MMQB, uh, there's numerous, numerous accounts of him just 
stiffing people left and right, coming out of business deals. That dude's insane. And, like, he'd p- give people, uh, like, shoes and be like, oh, that's a good enough payment. I don't have to pay you. So it was, it's just, like, there's no way. Um, I mean, I, there's no, no doubt in my mind that the accusations are correct on him. So it just should be interesting to see what um, Goodell and the NFL does. So, I mean, the Patriots yeah. don't need them, too. So it's not like they're hurting, going to kneecap the Patriots by taking them off the field. Yeah. So. Well, Monday Night Football tonight. Whew, uh, who you Browns, got? Jets. I mean, I think the Browns are going to win this Give one. Give me the Jets, baby. Really? Who's, who's even uh Trevor Simeon. Simeon, that's And right. he's got Demarius Thomas back. They used to ca- connect for thousands of yards. The two seasons, Simeon was quarterback. Thousands and you know what the line is on it? It's like plus seven, I think. Or, well, minus seven. I mean, I wouldn't... I, no, I, no, I was just curious what no, the spread would be. I know, but I'm saying, like, I, I don't really believe it, but I don't. I, I think they'll cover. I mean, I just... It's the NFL. No, I and, know, And Greg I Williams mean, is out to hurt OBJ, so that's an interesting storyline. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that briefly. Yeah, but Greg Williams, like, he's not a good player. Oh, really? Like, he said that, like, the next day after we were talking about it. He's like, he's not a good player. The Giants traded him. He's not good. He's not elite. Like, he was going off like that. So, it should be interesting. I think Greg Williams definitely did try to hurt him, by the way, because that dude's a scumbag as well. But he's one of those football hard-nosed scumbags where they'll put you in body bags. So Well, yeah, that's about it. Uh, We'll have our Lions preview coming up in the next couple days. Also, the only thing that sucks for the next game, so I just remember remember this a couple days ago, but so the Birds play Thursday night at Green Bay, and that same night is our back-to-school night here. So I have to be here until, like, 9.30. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like thinking about like, cause typically like, I'll talk to each, all the parents come back and they mm-hmm. go through the classes like for ten minutes per class. Yeah, you, you gotta figure not that many parents right. are gonna show so up. So I'm thinking I'm just gonna pull my uh, projector and have the PowerPoint and just show the Eagles game while like behind me while I talk. I don't know what I'm gonna do now. That you see a whole screwball into my life. Well, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But where the heck am I gonna go? One and one, the season's not over. By any means, I uh, firmly believe this team is capable to win a Super Bowl this season. Let's get healthy. Let's get our let's get our uh, top guns back, the Jack Alshon, um, and Carson's Carson's gonna do big things for us this year. Loved his fight last night. Yeah, I feel it. Go Birds! Go Birds!